Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Dr. Robin. And guess what? I'm Dr. Robin. Whoever you are and wherever you are, whatever time you've taken in order to, to listen to this podcast, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. But that has nothing to do with that podcast. This podcast has to do with the ministry God has given me, a ministry that would help to bring the church and the unchurched, the clergy and the lay, those that are affiliated with spiritual matters and those that are just seeking to understand spiritual matters, help to bring them together. I'm here to, to, to build a bridge. And hopefully we can cross that bridge with integrity, with honesty, and with transparency. You see, I was raised not in the church, but in the world. And I became, and I was saved at 25. Well, you can do a lot of things by the time you get 25. So but when I got saved, one of the first things that I thought about was, wow, how come they didn't tell me sooner? I lived my life on happenstance and I didn't have to. I lived thinking that the only hope I had was it something would accidentally fall in my lap? And I didn't have to. And then the second thing I thought was, huh, the people where I grew up could really use this information. They could do so much better for themselves if they knew there was actually some hope, that they knew that there was something that could be done about their circumstances. And so that's the ministry that God gave me, to build a bridge. You see, I have this unique quality of being able to see both sides of the same coin. Because I was raised in the world and not in the church, I understand the world. And because I left the world, not because I was failing in the world, but because I fell in love with Jesus Christ, I see it through a different eye. But I'm also an ordained minister, which means I matriculated through the church and into the pulpit. I have a doctor's degree in theology. And this is what God has chosen for my purpose. So together, I want us to build a bridge on transparency, build a bridge on integrity, that those in the church and those not yet affiliated with the church will be able to find a little common ground. We'll have a little bit more understanding about their circumstances. Because isn't that what it's all about? You see, Jesus Christ didn't die contrary to popular belief for the church. Jesus Christ died for people and he used the church to disseminate the information. This time of the year is great, but the best is the after Christmas deals. Ever wish you could get after Christmas savings all year long? Now you can. Join the concierge club at mobetterstuff.com and the customized savings can be yours. The fee is nominal, but the savings can be huge. Sign up and let us get you after Christmas savings on those high-end ticket items you want. Go to M-O-B-E-T-T-E-R-S-T-U-F-F dot com and get ready to save money all year long. Happy Holidays! Nonprofits. I have good news for you. Are you tired of spending more time writing for funding than serving? If so, call Dr. Biswag and let her be your writing arm. Think about it. No employee fees, no workers' comp, she adds value you can see on your bottom line. 20 plus years experience that is yours on request. Pay only when you need help but nothing for downtime. Get started at http.drbizswag.com. The doctor can help. Hey, this is Dr. Robbie. Welcome to the podcast. I trust all are continuing to have a, having a good holiday season thus far.
I am so struggling with my voice, but we're going to go forth anyway. But it may sound a little raspy, and I'm going to, it may be a little low. So please understand. You know, as you grow and have relationships in your life, you know, sometimes God places in your life people that just get you. They just seem to be given that that special relationship in your life that their spirit bears witness to your spirit. And when you're going through things, sometimes you don't even have to tell anybody. Just out of the blue, they will send you a blessing, a text, or a picture, a joke, or just something to make your day a little easier. And it's as if God is speaking through them to you. And I've learned, and my, my theology says that if it's either, even if it's not God sent, it's God used, which can be a little bit frightening. Because if you think about it, not everything that comes your way is pleasant. Not everything that comes your way is edifying. Not everything is something you want to hear. But still, if it's not sent, it's God used. And that I'm sticking with. Well, let me tell you what was sent to me this morning. And again, everybody goes through something all the time. But I thought it would be interesting to help those that are not yet spiritually grounded to understand why God allows things in your life that may not be as pleasant as other things. Here's what was sent. It came this morning in a text and it merely says, your calling is going to crush you. If you're called to mend the brokenhearted, you're going to wrestle with brokenheartedness. If you're called to prophesy, you're going to struggle to control your mouth. If you're called to lay hands, you will battle spiritual viruses. If you are called to preach and teach the gospel, you will be sifted for the wisdom that anoints your message. If you are called to empower, your self-esteem will be attacked. Your successes will be hard fought. Your calling will come with cups, thorns, and sifting that are necessary for the mantle to be authentic, humble, and powerful. Your crushing will be your your crushing won't be easy because your assignment is not easy. Your oil is not cheap. And I received that in my spirit and it stayed with me most of the day. And I might I thought about it and I said, you know, some people that aren't as grounded yet in the gospel, they may need a little clarification on that. Why God would crush you, a loving God? Well, he would come at you and crush you in order to make you a better person. Well, I have it as uh, an example of such, I would think, is it's sort of like boot camp. You know, boot camp, when they send you off to fight a war, they have to prepare you because nobody's going to go into battle untrained. So you go to boot camp, and for most, for all of the people that I know that went through boot camp, it was the worst time of their life. It was the hardest, and they were, and they were tested on every measure. Their strength, their limits were pushed, but it was something that helped them once they got completed with it. 
And I believe that's why God does this as well. He allows some things in your life that may not be as pleasant. So he might prepare you for the battle that you have to fight as you matriculate through the world. You see, as we navigate this thing called life, a whole lot of stuff is going to come at you. And he's called you to do a purpose, and he has to prepare you for that purpose. And that's why things sometimes happen that aren't as pleasant as other times. But I also recognize that looking through the eyes of someone else, they might say, well, then is it worth it? Why don't I just stay over here? And I'll be good. I won't have to be prepared for anybody. I won't have to be crushed. And I won't have to worry about it. Well, no, that's not necessarily good. But see, because then you become vulnerable to the enemy. You see, trials and tribulations are going to follow everyone. Everyone will go through trials. Everyone will go through obstacles. Everyone will fight the pain of this life. Everyone has the same path. The difference is, that when you follow Jesus Christ, you don't fight the path alone. Though you walk the path, Jesus walks with you. Though the troubles may come, he puts up a standard to keep it at bay. You know, there has been times in my life that I thought I probably should have lost my mind, that things were going so bad and so wrong, and with such magnitude, everything seemed to be falling apart. But as I went through it, I came to myself, and I stopped, and I saw all of the pieces coming apart. I saw it was like being in the middle of a tornado with everything whipping around your head. You see things flying by, and each time something comes at you, you duck, just knowing that you're going to be hit. But when you realize that all those things are flowing and all those things are flying, that you've never been hit, there's an amazement that takes over. Even in the midst of the trial, you have to stand back and look at the awe of God. How things that should take you out, things that should destroy you, things that would take a lesser man or a lesser woman out of the picture. Yet they don't trust, they don't hurt you, and you are no greater than they are. And that's when you realize it's a God thing. You're being prepared for the next level. You see, unless you go forth and grow in your strength and your abilities and your skill level in order to fight the good fight, you can't go to the next level. And if you never get to the next level, you'll never help anyone. And I have news for everyone. You weren't given your gifts or your talents or your anointing. You, weren't, you don't have those, those things that make you special for you. Those things that make you special are for other people. Each of us is placed in a position that we're here to help someone else. And once I realized that, things became a lot easier because I'm happiest when I'm helping someone else. And that's what God intends. That's when I'm standing in his perfect will, is when I'm doing that which he has purposed me to do but in the meantime 
while you're waiting for that next level, when you're waiting for that door to open, when you're waiting for God to just open the door and let you into the next level, you realize that you've stepped out of the level before. You are now being thrown into a trial so that you can prepare for that next level. And I call it a hall experience. When the door behind you is closed and the door in front of you has not yet opened. Do you guys know it's hell in the hallway? It's dark and it's cold. And you're unsure of yourself because it's not about you. It's about God. But do you know that's where faith comes in? Now, for someone that is not yet grounded in their faith, this may not make any sense. You see, because faith is what activates God. Faith, your faith, your belief in God, your belief in the, in the, in, in the, in, in the power of God activates God's power. So it's kind of a secular effect. You can be down and depressed and afraid. And your power is not activated because your faith is not activated. The enemy would give you fear. They would give you a, they would make you afraid of what the world has to offer. But those that have the faith of the Lord know that no matter what they see, that God is always in the mix. But that's something that you learn as your faith grows. And faith cometh by hearing. You get faith through hearing the word of God, through studying the word of God, through putting the word of God down deep in your spirit. That's how your faith grows. You see, every time God does something for you, it gives you that next level of confidence that you know that he's the same God as yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore, if he did it for you before, He'll do it for you again. And since he's a God that doesn't respect people, he doesn't care. One person is no better than anybody else. If he did it for your neighbor, he'll also do it for you. But you must have the faith to know that. So what do you do in the hallway? You be a human being. You might waver a little bit. You might become a little afraid. You may become frustrated and irritated. But that's all a part of being a human being. But when you look back over your life and you see everything God has already brought you through, I guarantee when you think about the goodness of the Lord and where you came from and how far you've actually come, that you'll come to yourself and recognize That you're not serving a different God. That's the same God that brought you out of the mess before. It's the same God that you saw you through the havoc before. It's the same God that kept things from taking you out. It's the same God. And when you recognize that, your faith grows. And for every trial, your faith continues to grow. And when you grow, you tell other people, which helps their faith. You see, every time you see someone go through a child and they come out on the other side, when you see them go through and maybe it's something that you don't think they're going to survive, but you see God bring them through, that affects you because it elevates your faith. 
So to those of you that ask the question, why a loving God will let bad things happen to good people? Because he's preparing those good people. He didn't cause it, but it's used by God because it's a part of life to create a situation that will allow him to bring them out. You see, when you go through that trial, you give God the opportunity to save you one more time. And for me, that makes the trial worth it. Because let's face it, whether I have faith or not, the trial is still going to be there. The navigation of life is still going to happen. We are all going to live until we die. So for me, using that navigation of life, that trial, whatever it may be, to go to another level and increase my faith and be blessed by God on the other side of it, yet while still alive, is worth it. So I hope that I've added a little clarity to someone who is asking the question why God allows things to happen because he uses the circumstances of life to meet the needs of the people that Jesus died for. That's the podcast for the day. Be safe. Be woke. Hallelujah. Be loved in Christ. Bye for now.